Private Lender Podcast, episode 135. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from a French proverb, which says, Fortune is a woman. If you neglect her today, do not expect to regain her tomorrow. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Hello, Private Lender Nation, and welcome to episode 135 of the Private Lender Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Baker, and I'd like to thank you for sharing your ears and your time with me today. If you're looking for practical tips and advice on how to put the power of the banking system into your investment accounts, then you're in the right place. But if you want to learn from my mistakes so that you can both avoid them and profit from them, well, then pull up a chair and pour yourself a drink, my friend, because this podcast is just for you. Okay, in today's episode, we're going to continue with lessons from The Richest Man in Babylon, George Clayson's book that um, I happen to love and dedicating one episode a month to the lessons therein. But today's lesson is going to be the fifth cure for what they say, a lean purse or a small account balance, which is simply make your house a profitable investment, or in other words, own your own home. But Before we get into the heart of the matter, first, I need to do a little bit of housekeeping. Have you joined the Private Lender Podcast Facebook group yet? Well, why not? Head over to the show notes page for the link or simply go to Facebook groups, search for Private Lender Podcast and apply to join. Answer a few questions and you must answer the questions or the, otherwise I will ignore the request. So there are some of you out there that have requested to join, but you didn't answer the questions. So sorry. Anyhow. Uh, and most important, all the Private Lender Academy. Where is it, Keith? It's August now, and you said it'd be out after Fourth of July. And well, thank you for calling me on my own bullshit because I have been avoiding it and self sabotaging, to say the least. And fortunately, I have a coach that I hope is um, he's going to get me off my ass. And to that end, I'd like to invite you on August seventeenth to a Facebook Live that I'm going to hold, a webinar, Facebook Live, whatever you want to call it, uh, where I'm going to begin teaching the principles from the Private Lender Academy. And the purpose of the webinar is I want to get 10 committed and motivated people to opt into group coaching. I'm going to put it out there right now for everybody. I'm going to teach everything I know about originating private loans to other investors, uh, the good, the bad, my mistakes, everything. And as a result in participating in this group coaching group, or group coaching group, yeah, that's a little redundant. Anyhow, as a result of participating in the group, you'll help me refine the Private Lender Academy, and you'll receive, when the course is done, a free copy of everything, all the modules, um, the handouts, the checklists, all that good stuff. Again, looking for just for, for 10 folks to buy in at a very extremely discounted rate, and we're going to do this over a three- to four-week period beginning in, in late August, so around the um, 24th is when I'd like to, to get it going. And we'll go into uh, parts of September. It'll all be live. It'll be held over Zoom. It will be recorded, putting it out there for everybody. This is uh, how I have to get off my ass. And thank you for the emails asking me when this thing is going to launch. And, you know, you can only make excuses for so long before you don't, you know, people are gonna say, hey, you know, uh, anyway, I'm babbling now. I apologize. I want to get it out there. I want to do it. A lot of limiting beliefs uh, on my end. That's the only reason it hasn't been done yet. So 
apologies, but you can still go over to privatelenderacademy.com. Click on apply now. Let me know you're interested in one of those groups, uh, sorry, one of the slots in the group. Uh, like Again, the first group, I want to do just 10 folks. Figure that eight will show up uh, every for every session. I would like to do two a week if possible. And that way to get lots of feedback over real-time deal analysis and yeah, all that fun stuff. So head over to privatelenderacademy.com and click on apply now. Okay, now that the housekeeping is finished, it's, uh, it's going to be time to get down to the brass tacks of today's show. The, the fifth cure for a lean account, or as I like to call it, the fifth cure for a small investment account balance. And like so many lessons that we should heed, um, this principle is quite simple here, but we don't always um, execute with it, uh, certainly in our youth. As we get older, I think we get a little wiser, and most of us do try to own our own home and make a profitable investment of it. However, there are folks out there like Grant Cardone that says, hey, you know, you shouldn't own anything unless it's uh, providing you money and you should rent your house that you live in. And I'm not going to get into that argument with, with Grant Cardone. He's got the, the millions to uh, to beat me down with it. But at the end of the day, and he'll even tell you this, but you know, it's, it's, it's your preference. You know, he, Grant's looking at it from simply a, a numbers perspective. And the only good debt is the debt that, like we do, we provide, you know, pays you rather than the debt that you go into owning your own home. And I get, you know, anyone who's owned their own home knows that it's not just a mortgage, the, the payment, the interest, taxes, and, and insurance. It's it's all the upkeep and everything else. So whether you rent or you own, you're going to pay for it one way or the other. So that's a personal preference. Me, I like to own my home. I don't, I do consider it a bit of an investment, but more of an emotional investment than anything else. Uh, that's the home where my kids are growing up, right? That's where I live. That's where they live half the time. Anyway, it's important for me to to own the home simply, if nothing else, because my parents told me so. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you there. So anyhow, uh, let's – so whatever you decide, if you want to rent, you want to own, it's up to you. Look, it's it's really nice calling the landlord when something doesn't go wrong. I mean something doesn't go wrong. When something breaks, I've got a 25-year-old air conditioner right outside the window here that I can – it's just – any day now, any day now. And it would sure would be nice just to call the landlord, have it fixed rather than having to call an AC company to come out and charge me 10 grand. Again, you weigh it for your own decision. At the end of the day, it's it's worth the investment of a home uh, for my kids. So nonetheless, I'm going to read to you straight from The Richest Man in Babylon, The Fifth Cure for a Lean Purse. Make of thy dwelling a profitable investment. And as in most cases, as I do this, I will try to modernize the English as best I can in real time. So please bear with me. If a man sets aside nine parts of his earnings upon which to live and enjoy life, and if any part of these nine he can turn into a profitable investment without detriment to his well-being, then so much faster will his treasures grow. So spoke Arkad to his class at their fifth lesson. All too many of our men of Babylon do raise their families in unseemly quarters. They do pay to exacting landlords liberal rentals for rooms where their wives had not a spot to raise the blooms that gladden a woman's heart and their children have no place to play their games except in the unclean alleys. No man's family can fully enjoy life unless they do have a plot of ground wherein children can play in the clean earth and where the wife may raise not only blossoms but good rich herbs to feed her family. To a man's heart it brings gladness to eat the figs from his own trees and the grapes from, of his own vines. To own his own domicile and to have it a place he is proud to care for puts confidence in his heart and greater effort behind all of his endeavors. 
Therefore, do I recommend that every man own the roof that shelters him and his own, or his family. Nor is it beyond the ability of any well-intentioned man to own his own home. Has not our great king so widely extended the walls of Babylon that within them much land is now unused and may be purchased at sums most reasonable? Also I say to you, my students, that the money lender gladly considers the desires of men who seek homes and land for their families. Readily may thou borrow to pay the brickmaker and the builder for such commendable purposes, if you can show a reasonable portion of the necessary sum which you have provided for that purpose. Then when the house is built, you can pay the moneylender with the same regularity as you did, you did the landlord, because each payment will reduce the indebtedness to the moneylender. A few years will satisfy his loan. Well, in our case, it's 15 to 30, give or take. But these are Babylonian times we're talking about. Anyhow, then will your heart be glad because you will own it in your own right, a valuable property, and the only cost will be the, the king's taxes, or in our case, the county's taxes and state and everything. Anyway. Also, will uh, your good wife go more often to the river to wash your robes? <laughs> I'm sorry. <That's laughs> uh, uh, go to the river more often to wash your robes, that each time returning she may bring a goat skin of water to pour upon the growing things. Uh, so she's going to water the plants while she's cleaning my robes. I like this. Okay. Um, <laughs> thus comes many blessings to the man who owns his own house, and greatly will it reduce his cost of living making available more of his earnings for pleasures and the gratification of his desires. This, then, is the fifth cure for a lean purse. Own thy own home. And there you have it. And, and you notice how he says the, the, the moneylender will happily pay and loan money out to mortgage on a property that you're going to build your house on. And as I was reading that, it kind of dawned on me that banks do, right? The, the Banks do the same thing. They gamble uh, gamble they loan on on your your property on what's going to be your home and with the you know the intent of collecting it if they don't but knowing that you're going to do everything you can if you own your own home and have skin in the game that you'll do everything in your power to maintain that possession unless the worst the, the absolute worst happens then they foreclose very similar here if banks are going to dis, the demand skin in the game you know as a private lender you should too but you should own your own home, and I agree with that. Um, as much as I like Grant Cardone, and I understand where he's coming from, at the end of the day, there is um, there's a certain pride of purpose. I think uh, that was passed down to me, at least from my, my, or maybe a curse. I don't know. Pride of purpose or a curse? You, you be the judge. All right, folks. Here's the deal. I don't charge money for the show, but there is a cost to produce it, and I would be extremely grateful if you could help me drive awareness get the word out by leaving me an honest rating and review over at iTunes, Google Podcast, or whatever platform you are currently using to hear my voice. It doesn't take that long, and I um, I think it's a small price to pay for the, the value that I try to bring you guys on an almost weekly basis as much as I can. Uh, so yeah, I would. Uh, iTunes is the 400-pound the, the gorilla in the room. That's the one that's going to drive the, the most awareness, but any, any nod, any, uh, any love you could show, I would greatly appreciate it. So as we wrap it up, I want to remind you to head over to the Private Lender Podcast Facebook group. Join there. Get around some like-minded individuals that can also answer questions that you may have specific to your, your part of the country or your type of lending. And the uh, Private Lender Academy, remember, August 17th, the webinar, but I'm looking for 10 students to go through group coaching with me right now so we can refine this. thing. I have a product. I want to put it out there. 
I just want to get. I want to make sure it's what the public wants. It's like Joe Dirt, right? When he's talking to the the fireworks salesman, he goes, "It's not what you want. It's what the public wants." So, I would greatly appreciate that. Just click on Apply now, and I'll get your information, and, and we'll have a conversation to see if you're a right fit. If you have enough, you know, enough to get started and are in the right space, we, we may not be a good work a fit to work together. So, I'd like to at least talk to you on the phone or a Zoom call to find out first before we just start taking money and, and going on into the group coaching. So, as I sign off. I'd like to say in addition to self-awareness and mindfulness, I wish you safe and prosperous private lending, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time. Listen, let's get down to brass tacks here, how much for the ape? <laughs> How much you got? How much do you think you take for the ape? Just wait here. I'll be back. <laughs>